This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 6, Episode 7, titled Show Up Queen. Yeah, Lori, show up, queen. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two calamitous co-hosts. First, from Buddy Podcast, first from Bloody Podcast, please say... Like Mama Ru says, To Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, hello! Wow, what a what an episode! I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yeah. And that voice you heard right now that was strangely more high pitched than uh, the cisgendered woman we have. <laughs> what are you talking? About? Well, I wanted to use his real voice. Adam, use your real voice, girl. <laughs> From show business, please say... I'm a legend, darling. To Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Just like Lori. Can't wait to dig in. Really? Yes. I, I, I can't tell you I've been serious because... Apart from the wonderful, wonderful ending of this <laughs> episode... Probably one of the best endings in the show's history. <laughs> It was actually a rather boring episode. I kept nodding off when I was watching it for the first time. Oh, I liked it. I also kind of felt like, and we'll get into it, but I felt like they did Jan dirty a little bit. Oh, no. Well, you've become a Jan stan. Oh, my God. No, uh, I no, wouldn't no, say no. I'm a stan. I would say I'm a, a, a stin. I would say I'm not a stan. <laughs> here's what, here's what I'll say. A little bit below a stand. Here's what I'll say, and I was going to talk about this later. She must have really pissed someone off that was very powerful at that network because they just love, they have a Jan voodoo doll and they just love peeing on it and fucking with it and whatever. Truly. We'll get into it. I don't want to get too into it now. Okay. No, you know what? Why don't so what? Why don't we just? Why don't we get to the to, the two things? We'll just get into the app. Well, no. Before we do, by the way, you know we have a, a Patreon, patreoncom media where you could hear why I told Adam Salandra to use his real voice. That's actually in reference to a story he told on a show called Just Between Us Girls, where we chit chat before the episode starts. It was a good episode this week. We talked about Adam's forthcoming wedding and how he has real friends. Lori just ran. We took a bathroom break in the middle of it. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. So patreon.com slash afterthought media join at the premium level. This week, the girls write their own lyrics to a girl group number called Show Up Queen. Trinity K. Bonet is named the winner of the challenge, while Pandora Box and Jan are placed in the bottom two. Later on the main stage, Alexis Mateo shows up as the lip sync assassin. After a lip sync battle against Trinity for their legacies, Alexis Mateo is named the winner of the challenge. She removes the lipstick from her bra to reveal the name. Of Pandora Box. Just as Pandora is set to say her goodbyes, Alexis stops everything and removes another lipstick. It's a tie. 
Rue announces that in the case of a tie, the winner of the challenge will reveal the lipstick of the lipstick of the queen she chose. Trinity K. Bonet walks up and reveals that the name on her lipstick is Jan. The girls are gagged as Jan leaves the competition and joins the game. Within the game, ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our uh, guest, Mr. Adam. What's your middle name, Salandra? Michael. Adam M. Salandra. It doesn't really roll off the tongue that well, but uh, Adam Michael Salandra. Give Why am I the guest? Adam. Adam. What? I, I feel like I'm a co-host of this season. Well, Why am I the guest? I feel like a co-host shows up to every episode. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Kitoki. So. <laughs> well, Salandra said, I can't. All right. Well, no, hold I'm on. I'm zipping and whipping them out right away. Hear okay. me out. Salandra says to me. I can't meet up on I can't do the show on Friday because it's my birthday and I'm like okay and then on Uh Monday I find out Monday's his actual birthday yeah but Friday that's his that's his birthday weekend also it was not just not doing the show it's not like I didn't show up to this time you wanted to do it at 8 p.m. of course I had dinner planned I didn't want to I was scheduled on that for the pride 48 weekend but so so now the truth comes out so what are the two things you liked about the episode and the one thing you didn't? Two things I liked. The first thing is this episode, I simply loved our black queens. Wow. Your dogs didn't. And we'll get to this, but when the song of the main challenge started, I was like, oh boy, this is not great. And then Raja and then Trinity came in and I was like, oh. No, it's just that we needed this talent. I thought that the black queens shined. I also like when they were supporting Pandora. Mm-hmm. There's an old white woman next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. But it also made me realize we start off with such a diverse cast and it's all white uh, queens left except – I mean two. We have two, but like all the white queens have survived so far. If it's a bachelor. Stuff. Yeah, truly. Like when you see the bachelor and then there's like – you know, they, they always put in like a token, like two or three girls. And yeah. you're like, well, they're going to survive the first couple episodes. And by episode three, it's like, see ya. And then it's see all ya. white girls. What it's a wannabe ya. Yeah, they never get a girls. passport. Yeah. Uh, sad. Yeah, they never get a passport. You're right. Um, okay. So, Lori, what about you? Name two things like that. Uh, two things liked about the episode. One thing you didn't. Um, okay. So I liked, uh, there's two specific things I liked. Perfect. I liked when Sonique Love and uh, Ginger and Eureka were looking at their outfits, and Sonique Love says, it looks like we're fight- fighting crime in different cities. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I um, and the other thing I really laughed at was when <laughs> the juxtaposition of Pandora uh, in between Raja and uh, Trinity trying to learn the dance moves. <laughs> Just <laughs> it was them wild. going it was like, wild. are you doing okay? And she's like, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, what I didn't like was I just, I didn't like the actual, like I, so I very much love learning how the sausage is made. I love the little like interstitials where they show like the, them working on the song. And I loved when RuPaul came and all that stuff. The final product, I was just sort of like, okay, it's okay. Like it's not, it wasn't, it didn't wow me. It wasn't like the best. I mean, the, the Queens brought it and they, you know, there was, I thought Trinity definitely was, was should have, you know, deserved to win. 
but um, I just kind of felt like it was like, all right, well, I guess that's it. So, and there were like certain parts of it that I felt like, again, we're not seeing the whole picture. I mean, they said that they said, oh, the queens are choreographing everything. But then there were certain times where they were dancing with people that weren't in their groups and they were doing it in a choreographed way. So was that happening? How did they learn that choreography if they were only choreographing their groups? They definitely did not only choreograph themselves. They always have someone come in and clean it up. And then also, uh, they generally will do, they split the episodes in two generally. So what, what I mean is they'll film the first part, then the crew takes a weekend and the girl, maybe they'll bring someone to clean the choreography. The girls will practice it over the weekend and then Mm -hmm. they resume, like on a Friday, they film up until like, they film the rehearsals and stuff like that. But then the main stage they don't do until Monday. That makes sense, yeah. And so they film it on Monday and stuff like that. And so they have more than a few, a couple of days, and then practice all that stuff. All right. First thing that I liked, I was so happy that this Jan was gone. But not only was I happy that she was gone, that's why I said she pissed somebody off at this World of One. They do not like her, right? <laughs> it's constant psychological torture. The they, way they, they limited want to. They're like literally psychologically abusing Jan. Yes, I'm, they really are. The best they, thing to do is for her to definitely. be eliminated. Yeah. The yeah. way they, I mean, it's cruel. It's cruel because if you think about it, they know exactly who voted for whom. Okay. Sure. They know who has every lipstick. So if RuPaul wanted to, and it wouldn't have been weird, she could have just had Trinity win the lipstick and send Jan home. End of story. Right. At the next, yes. at the next day, they'll find out it was a tie. But no, she gave it to Alexis Mateo, and then they told Alexis, "Pull out Pandora's first. Right? That's the other thing. Yes, Be- because you did that. Your your already mind was already there. Yeah, and you. See, I watched this over and over again. So she says, <laughs> "Pandora box." Pandora's face falls, and Jan does the fakest like. <gasps> And like, oh, Jan, I'm so, so relieved. sorry. Like, you know, like, oh, well, yeah. well, and then Alexis is like, but wait. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> See her face. Her face just falls. She's like, there's another lipstick. And then she said, it's a tie. And then Trinity comes out and pulls it. The lipstick and says Jan. And I was like, oh, my God, they love torturing this girl. They love it. I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen, Mm -hmm. and Gordon Ramsay will do this thing in Hell's Kitchen where two people will be in front of him, but he'll go, but there's somebody else, and he'll pull somebody from like the group and eliminate them. So for some reason, I was like, oh, shoot, Eureka is going to get eliminated. (laughs) I thought, (laughs) for some reason, I thought they were going to pull somebody completely different out of the hat. I was a little upset because I felt like from what you saw... It didn't seem like anybody wanted to vote for Pandora, yet somehow they managed to get a tie of people who wanted no, to vote I think, for Pandora. I think it makes sense because if you look at it from a uh, – talking to my boyfriend about this. <clears throat> well, let's talk about it in the show just really quickly. It's an argument about track record and it's actually a very debatable point is that Pandora never won a challenge but she was never in the bottom. Jan won a challenge but was in the bottom twice. And so it really comes down where you fall in the track record and what that means. It actually is what made yeah. it exciting for me is it was the most even. Like last week, it was so, so obvious uh, yeah. to choose Akira over Raja, where this one was not. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, I loved Alexis Mateo. 
I don't know why, again, seeing a real all-star come on is very refreshing. That line about now she has two free lipsticks yeah. was really good. I, and That was funny. Now, I will say, Alexis Mateo, and I'm saying this because as has been described by a listener, a person who left a review, whatever his name is, like Miami, what was it, Tampa 1243 or whatever? I look yeah. like Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs, which I feel gives me the right to say this. The girl needs to go on a treadmill or something like that. When she came out, I was like, oh, <gasps> like it was. Yeah. Sean was like, what does she do? Like, does she get what something looks different? And I was like, well, well, she, I, her, her, she looks different fully. In fairness, it's something about the, the, she had, cause she had two out, cause she did a reveal. The outer outfit made her look bigger when she took off. Look, she was still a little plump, but she slimmed down considerably when she took out the other off, when she took off the other outfit. But yeah, it's not even about gaining weight for me. It's it's the same way as when someone loses a ton of weight. It's just like my mind sees someone in a certain way, and I'm like, this just even if they're like that way, then forever, I'm like, no, that I'm like I can't adjust. Yeah, no, I thought she looked hot. To be honest with you, I was like, I love the big hair and the the bot the body. I don't know. I like a I like a woman and a man that I feel like if I tackled them, I I, why are you you tackling people? I don't know. But if she does. If right. I do it, we could tumble. And then, you know, I, I don't like people that I feel like if I, like Pandora, I feel like if I tackled her, she'd die. Well. So. Uh, and then yeah. finally, the thing I didn't like, this show up queen song. I Like Lori said, it was not a good song. Um, yes, you didn't ask me what I didn't like, but that's definitely what I had as well, because. Maybe I didn't ask it, you. It's, we do it every week. You know. He, you you let me say one thing I liked, and then you moved on to Lori. Oh, really? The dad. Oh, oh, okay. It, Sorry. What are the other things you liked and the other thing you didn't like? Um, well, no, it doesn't even matter because it's the same. I, the, like the twisty ending loved, and then the song, it just – they sometimes get songs, even if they're bad, that are like catchy and I'm into yeah. them, and I even like listen to them yeah. uh, off the show. This will not be one. No, 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 no. Really bad. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, after Akira's elimination, the girls count the lipsticks, and the vote was unanimous for Akira to go home, except for Akira's one Raja vote. The girls note that every girl has won a challenge, save for Eureka and Pandora. Later, Ms. Box talks about her frustration that she hasn't risen to the level of the competition. The next day, the girls say goodbye to Akira, and Ginger reveals her outfit matches the walls of the workroom. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge. The Queens, working in teams, will write and record a new LGBT anthem titled Show Up Queen. They'll also work on group choreography, and each queen will record a solo track. Raja and Kylie were named the captains of the teams, and the teams broke down as follows. Team Raja was Jan, Trinity, and Pandora, while Team Kylie was Ginger and Eureka. Back in the workroom, Pandora reveals she was very withdrawn as a child because of her gay voice growing up. Raja feels a renewed sense of vigor after a morning depression. Meanwhile, Team Kylie is using fashion to help propel their group to the top. All right, let's start with Ms. Roggenkamp here. Lori Roggenkamp, and let's start with the top of the show. After the elimination, uh, there's a part, part where Jan m- mentions that the girls... That everybody has won a challenge except for Pandora and Eureka. Do you feel Pandora and Eureka have a right to feel scared that they have not won a challenge? Um, I would say if this was normal, if this was a normal show, like a normal yeah. season, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is All Stars, mm-hmm. I I mean honestly, I think I I don't want to speak for you guys, but I'm going to. Um, 
if we were to say who would who we think would be in the top three, I think Eureka would be in all of our top three. Probably number one. I don't know. So I think that like the fact that she hasn't won mm-hmm. doesn't I think diminish from her, you know, clear that she's doing a great job. But now that I think about it, if we're if we're talking about track record, if that's how they're gonna vote, if Eureka was ever in the bottom, you know, she could potentially go home simply because she hasn't won it. Uh, a challenge. So, so Andrew, what do you think? I think you definitely got to my true thoughts at the end there because, yeah, I do think that Eureka is still one of the strongest competitors in the game, but I also think she's easily at most risk, most risk to be kicked out as well as Pandora, uh, based on no wins, which is why that's where the whole like thing came up that they were called out like you didn't win yet. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually gave Pandora her first storyline of the season Mm -hmm. seven weeks in. um, And she was admitting then that she's like kind of quiet to them. But I was, but I thought that was weird because she's saying like, yeah, I, I, I sort of stand in the background. I'm like, then why are you on Twitter every week wondering why they're not editing you into the show? It's because you're not speaking. Um, Yeah. Maybe she means confessionals, but I mean, Anyway, that to me, as soon as they gave her a little storyline, I was like, oh, she's either winning or more than likely losing. And we almost lost her. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other thoughts about this right after Akira's elimination nonsense, Lori? I honestly, it's probably producer driven, but do we think it's, I thought it was a little weird that there was like a little bit of silence after we found out um, who, who everybody voted for. And no, then we're Jan's not there like, yet. We're not there. We're only oh. after the elimination. Salandra. Oh, oh, oh. No. No. All right. Now we'll move on. Lori, any thoughts on the next day when they counted the lipsticks and all that? No, I'm good. <laughs> Wait. Um, no. Uh, uh, I, uh, yeah. I thought, it, I mean, it obviously it's producer driven, but I did think it was kind of funny when they count the lipsticks and then there's like a beat and then Jan goes, so looking around the room, <laughs> five of us who have won, but only two who haven't won a challenge. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and then everybody just, I think Pandora and Eureka just were like, oh, really? We're doing this now? So. Well, then, yeah, sorry. I guess I jumped ahead, too, because that's what I was referring to, where oh, it was, okay. that was the moment uh, Pandora suddenly had a, her first moment. But um, it's a, because it's never so apparent that it's such an even race, but everyone had one, which was very wild. And especially in a season where it's just feels like randoms mm-hmm. who I'm coming to love and respect them all. But um, certainly none were on winners on their season. Ginger and Eureka, really the only two that came close. So it's interesting that they're all even playing field. Well, also, you, it's funny that you say that. That explains a lot because I'm noticing that these people who weren't front runners in their own season – now see two wins is now they're the like and Trinity like Trinity's one like they say in untaught and in the elimination day and this relates to what we're talking about like well whoever wins if if someone wins a second challenge well then they're clearly the front runner and I'm like are they uh, but it's no. true I thought that I felt that too because and not in terms of just in terms of track record and stats they won have the most wins I think I wrote somewhere on here like does it mean whoever gets the first two are they automatically in the finals? And obviously, normally, no. But with everyone's doing well and someone's inching it, I mean, on this, especially All-Stars, anything could happen. But it feels like 
she she is a frontrunner now. She has two wins under her belt. I mean, course, I guess she does technically, but I feel someone else will have a different win next week, and it'll be sure. You know, oh yeah, it's not going to be long lived. Yeah, perhaps, it's not but. long. But she's she's acting like oh my god. Well, you know, I'm like I could see Shay having that sort of attitude last year where it was like, well, I am fucking winning everything, you know, or bad. actually. You know, imagine just let's say for a moment Trinity Cabonet wins. It's very wild because she was so not one of the all stars of her season. That that would be kind of cool. All right. Yeah, but I mean, didn't uh, Miss Cracker win more last last season? And then, but then everybody was saying that Shay was going to win, so they sort of just dis- discredited what you know. I think there is something to say that you know when people are sort of like. Like if you, I think if we put uh, Trinity up against Eureka, I don't think Trinity would win. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, yeah, I, I don't think that, that necessarily the producers stick to that as much as the girls do for elimination purposes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what's funny about this challenge is it feels very much, even though it's only been about a year since they filmed it, very much a product of its time. Uh, when they filmed it, it was in the thick of the election, and so I sort of felt this like standing up and queens need to speak up and social justice were very much on the forefront of our minds. But I feel like it feels a little, even though it's only been a year and maybe we shouldn't, but it still feels a little dated. It feels very tw- to me, like the, the theme of the challenge. I think yeah, now that we're in a that. post-Trump world, not that, not that activism should stop, but I feel like we need to take a breath, a, a breather, so to speak. Uh, yeah. That. I felt exhausted. I think you put a good point on it. I just felt exhausted, like listening to it. I was just like, "Oh, I'm just done." Yeah, yeah. I also like when they were choosing teams, and the first one that uh, Raja picks is Jan, and she's like, "Yeah, and of course you did." And I'm like, "Oh, oh God, no! Oh God, I can't." My my ear was splitting already, and I was just so annoyed. Like, you know what? We've never done this before in here, and I, and I have it in my notes to try this. Okay. At, uh, Lori, you were here last week as the winner of last week's challenge, and Solander, mm. you weren't, so as the loser of last week's challenge. I'm making you guys the team captains. Okay. All right? And so, Lori, you get to go first because you were the winner. Actually, the loser got to go first. Oh, oh okay. Did it really? Oh, yeah. Raja lost. You're right. Well, so, she had more. She had, I noticed that because it was uneven. And I thought, I wonder, like, why do they Why okay. do they make those decisions All right, anyway? So we'll, we'll go here. So you're calling yourself a loser. That's fine. Um, who would be the first one you pick from the team of All-Stars? It'll be even this time, though, because there's no – you guys aren't on the teams. I would – No, it won't be even. Never mind. I made it up. Pick – I would pick Jan. Oh. Your first pick would be Jan? Based on this specific challenge, singing, writing, dancing. Yes. I'm writing this down. So Team Solandra, the first one she has is Jan. Lori, who are you going with? Um, Ginger. Ginger. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Which I, this is the same order that the girls went in. All that right. was my choice. Oh, is it? That was my choice for two. So I'm going to pick... Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I... I'm, I don't know if this is influenced on by last night, but I'm going to pretend it's influenced by the Beyonce and pick Trinity. Oh, son of a bitch. Which is, wait, that's the same, <laughs> so far you guys are in the same order that the girls went. All right, next. Lori? Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to pick Eureka. Okay, Lori's looking at the list of the order. I can tell. No, I swear to God, I'm not. 
All right. So well, actually, there's two extra now. So, and I don't even remember who who what order it is. All right. Okay. It? So now it's between Pandora and Kylie, right? Pandora, Kylie, and Ra- ha- Raja. Oh, Raja's there. Oh, I pick Raja. Son of a bitch. Raja. Okay. And then who do you pick, Lori? Pandora. Oh, so that means Celandria. You get Kylie, Sonique, Love. Um, so we t- were definitely on the same page though, because she picked who I wanted, Ginger, and then every time I picked, she said "son of a bitch," and I would have picked Pandora. So no, I was just calling you a son of a bitch. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. She that really hates it. your mom. Yeah, yeah I was going to say my mom's. Your mom watching. knows what she did. Yeah, yeah. she does. Interesting that you guys came very close to the actual results of the competition. Very, very interesting. Uh, all right, uh, in the workroom, I do love. Um, <clears throat> When I was watching in the workroom, the actual results, and it looks like Lori did the same thing too, of picking the fat white girls. And I go, that's very typical for a hot girl. They want to be surrounded by fat, you know, white girls. <laughs> yeah, because they makes them look better. Yeah, it makes them look hotter. Yeah, and I was noticing how thin Kylie was. I was like, oh my god, she's so thin. Um, I also love that when they were talking to Pandora about like, well, Pandora, in your first episode. You had that amazing song, and they show a clip of her going dick, 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 and I'm like, okay. And she goes, as a child, I was very, I like to write, and I like to explore my feelings. I'm all, okay, Sondheim, with your dick lyric, you're super proud of it wearing on your resume. What did you think, Lori? What were your thoughts on that workroom bit and all that? She well, she just would write dick out all over the place. That's why her family thought she was gay. Yeah, it wasn't because of her voice; it was because she kept writing dick all over the place. Yeah, that will do it. Uh, Solange, any big thoughts in the workroom? Why do their table talks when they're all standing on the table? They they feel extra forced and fake yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. And I like, do they not actually vibe with each other, or why? I'm confused. And in this particular episode, it was Jan and Ginger who were two actors. So what was happening? It would just feel so – maybe that was the problem. They were too turned up as actors, but it feels very fake. There is something weird about it. And you know what's something I noticed too is on international versions, you don't see it as much on the American versions. They can't just walk in the fucking workroom. Every international version, they're doing fucking jokes and bits and Charlie's Angels this and Oh, no. I Unfortunately, I find that to be American as well. Oh, really? I haven't noticed it this season. Are they doing it this season? or This season wasn't actually too bad. They came in once and sang Silky Song the That's next morning. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, I agree. that. But I agree what you're saying is annoying now. Yeah. Yeah. On Drag Race Spain, I think on Down Under, too, there was always some sort of like bit when they walked in the workroom. Oh my god, down yeah. under. I forgot. I wiped Yeah, they that had to do, uh, they always had to do, yeah, it always has to be something like funny, and then they always have to laugh, like it's just like, oh, we're so funny. Yeah. It's just right. like, just walk into the goddamn workroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love it if they just start, shot them at the table. I was gonna like, say, we here. know they're coming in, why are we yeah. even seeing that? Yeah. Actually, why don't we just jump to the lip sync? Someone's okay. gonna lip sync. Okay, Are we at the part where they're like where RuPaul has come in? Well, it's, gonna, it's actually gonna be right now. Next, RuPaul okay. entered the workroom for some table visits over at Team Kylie. Ginger reveals she's been writing songs since she was three. <laughs> three years old. You know, I hung the bus this summer. No context, and I <laughs> they could. They they are not writers. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. 
Well, she was gifted. Rue teases Eureka about her lyrics, and Kylie recalls an inspirational message from RuPaul in a book signing. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with this. Over on Team Raja, the girls discuss the first music they ever loved. Rue asks Pandora about her plan to snag a win. Finally, RuPaul warns Trinity not to get too preachy in her verse. Let's start with Adam Salandra, he of show business, and thinking that he looks the same that he did 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> 11. 11 years ago. Salandra, why don't you tell us here what your thoughts were on these table visits? I found, and even more so, I did watch Untucked, um, so this was even uh, heightened there, but that Kylie's, Sonique's love of RuPaul is very wholesome and endearing um, and surprising because we know how the past queens talk. Like, It almost feels like it would be uncool to... like be gaga over rupaul oh, yeah especially if you're amongst trans, the other queens yeah, yeah especially if you're trans and certainly that i thought yeah. about that as well um but i but i like that but hers is coming off so like rue genuinely changed her life i feel yeah. and not not from casting like when she was little um i thought that was a very cutie sweetie mm-hmm. Lori, any big thoughts on those table visits um i <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Part of me was hoping that instead of uh, her telling the story, that she would have been like, "Do you remember that time that you had that book signing? What did you put in my calendar?" And just to see RuPaul go. Uh... Oh, of course. I thought she was gonna do that too. And Ru's like, because RuPaul, think- like, I honestly feel like she thinks her name is Samantha. Like she does not. <laughs> she does not. I don't think she knows who Sonique Love is. Mm-hmm. Like. I do think I agree that I think that she does have like a genuine love of RuPaul, but I don't, I personally didn't see, it just seemed like RuPaul was like, where's the story going? What did I do? What happened? You know, I agree. I, I don't think not that Ru doesn't like Kylie, but that he particularly cares one way or the other. And no, she doesn't seem to care. So love it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I feel like she sometimes will, RuPaul will sometimes decide when to help somebody and then just sort of then other times decide like, eh, they're going to drown themselves. And we saw that with Jan, like she just was not helping Jan, but she like went out of her way to help Trinity. And it was just like, oh, so yeah, she does not like care for Jan. Yeah. No, no, they don't. They, I'm telling you, she pissed somebody off. She might be like a diva or something that, that we don't know about. The Kylie Sonique love bit I thought was so fantastic because you're right. Like RuPaul just wrote some bullshit in her book. And, Probably the same thing you wrote to everyone. It was my yeah, my thought. Well, I love too that she goes after I was on season two. So let's get the timeline straight. After she's on season two. Oh, it was after. Yeah, it was yeah. after. So you after. did a book signing. And I showed up. So that means after she was in season two, Kylie Sonique Love stood in line at a book signing to get her shit signed by RuPaul. And, and there's no way Ru recognized yeah. her. No, oh, Ru was like, oh, that's nice. What? And so and how she, awkward. And she said it was she, while her season was airing. Yeah. And she had, we know for a fact she had at least like three things because she had a calendar. She had something else for her to sign. And then she had a RuPaul doll. Yeah. So, I mean... It's just, yeah, it was After like. After the show, that, that, I, I thought she said before, I'm shocked no. by that. That's wild. Yeah, no, after she was on the show, during the, her season was airing, she says. Wow. And she had RuPaul's That's why I'm saying shit. that I wish that she had said, do you remember what I wrote? Just to see if RuPaul would have remembered. And then because she goes, honestly, I don't think she would And you wrote in my promo, self-love. I thought she wrote was self-love. And she, and she starts crying. 
she was like, I didn't realize at that point that I, I should love myself. Yeah. And look, I mean, I, I don't want to say that what she is going through or what that, that, that epiphany seems a little ridiculous that, you know, her, one person writing self love in a notebook <laughs> is going to get her to realize that she should finally love herself, you know, to each their own. But it just seems so interesting to me that like, it just seemed weird that this was like a, that this is a song that we're supposed to be about changing lives. And then Sony Love magically has a, a story about how she changed her life by just saying self-love in a book. You know, mm-hmm. just, I thought that was a little fantastical. Now let's move on to Ginger Min. Ginger Min says a couple of things that struck me. One, she talks about how she's fat because she eats a lot. And I was like, didn't you just say two episodes ago that you're <laughs> fat because you got like your bowel obstructed? Yeah, she couldn't poop for she like three poop, years so or something. She became fat, and then let's actually take a listen to uh, some of Ru- uh, Ginger's fantastic music. Here we go. Veggies on the weekdays, rules to make you want a freak days. What you know about cheat days? Life is hard. Eat some carbs. Uh, next, um, Jan admits her love for the Spice Girls, and I was like, uh, that makes so much fucking sense. Of course, Jan loves the Spice Girls. I mean, she is a literal Spice Girl. And then RuPaul talks to Pandora Box, and she's like, what are you going to do, Pandora? And she's like, I'm going to do the first song that I did. She's like, oh, that's nice. Like, so was not listening to Pandora. Like, I she thought that too. She didn't even talk to Pandora. She literally, she asks everybody else, how are they doing? What are they working on? Then she turns to Pandora and she goes, Pandora, you've never won. How are you going to win this time? And it's like, she totally different scenario that she pitches to Pandora. And and Pandora gives her answer. You can tell RuPaul's thinking about what she's going to have for lunch. And she goes, oh, that's nice. Okay, well, let's move on. And and you're like, oh, that's so funny. All right, speaking of moving on, (laughs) why don't we take a break? When we come back, we're going to do the rest of the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, there's a party during the break. You guys don't know. There's like a whole samba going on. I do the limbo. I'm out of breath. Yeah. It's a a whole party going on during that. You guys are hearing ads about better help and uh, feels, but uh, not me. Which is also important. That's very important, but we're having a party while you're listening to that over there. On the main stage, the girls meet up with producer Leland to record their solo track. Solo track. Solo tracks. Ginger impresses. Kylie needs to sing louder. Jan brings a lot of Jan. And Trinity needs to bring the energy. Later, the girls get together for some choreography over on Team Raja. Trinity takes over the choreo. uh, Pandora struggles to keep up over on the sidelines. Ginger chimes in with some advice. Which is not appreciated. And over on Team Kylie, Eureka and Ginger um, 
work together on the choreography for their team. Let's start with Lori Roggenkamp, the recording, the choreo, everything that was going on there. Lori, your thoughts? Well, I mean, again, you know, it's on, it's on the soundproof, uh, open air stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I also love how they show Ginger having to plug in her headphone. Yeah. Just like, why was that needed? Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, it was fine. I thought it was good. I, you know, that I like the choreography. I wasn't the whole recording. I was just sort of like, eh, the choreography part I thought was so funny, especially when, uh, Trinity has, goes over the choreo with Raja and Raja's like picking it up. And then Pandora, you just see like, look so confused. And then at some point they go, okay, well, Pandora, just show us like how you would move if you moved. And Pandora just does like, just like barely moves. So, <laughs> oh, so you wouldn't. She, yeah. And then, and then Trinity goes, Oh, she's got a little bit of a bob. She likes a point. It's like they're just desperately trying to find something that Pandora likes to do. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was fun. cute though. Yeah. But, but Ginger had to sort of like tell them to do it. And then there was like tension there because they were like, don't tell us what to do. But meanwhile, that helped them do much better than their team when it came to choreography. Well, I, I do feel like the person should, to blame for that is Pandora because she just was super anxious, but she wasn't speaking up, you know? Yeah. And so Ginger had to step up and be like, hey, you know, you know, and Ginger didn't say like, you guys, Pandora can't figure this out. She's like, just make sure everybody's on the same page, even though we all yeah. knew what she meant, yeah. you know, and they just were like, oh, whatever. And so then Ginger was like, all right, no, you guys look great. Keep going. And then Trudy was like, we don't need the sarcasm. And I was like, okay, well, you know. What do you expect her to say? Yeah, yeah. So agreed. No, I I liked the teamwork of it all, but I'm just saying that it is. Uh, I noticed that it came after Ginger made her comment that they weren't thrilled about her making, oh. and she could have used that on her team. Uh, you know, a little more teamwork. Ginger and Eureka uh, mm-hmm. are both loud and want to control, but I was confused during it because I was like, "Isn't Kylie the dancer? Why aren't they listening to her?" But apparently, they thought that too. And now she's a gymnast. We find out. Um. You know, it's one of these things where I think there's a little, like, shenanigans going on. One is, it on a second viewing, it didn't seem like the choreo was as in, as much trouble for Team Kylie as Team Raja and Confessional would want you to believe. I think they were a little butt hurt that Ginger weighed in. Now, what's funny about Ginger's weighing in is... Um, I don't necessarily disagree with Ginger, but the, sort of the way she did it was she was just kind of just butted in. Like, why couldn't she say, like, would you guys mind hearing a suggestion? She just said, like, why are you doing this? And then she was mad that they were like, who's asked you, right? Now, again, I can agree, where then she was like, well, I'm just saying this. And then they go, like, you don't have to be sarcastic. It, it, it went, everybody was wrong, is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Everybody. Everyone was like, yeah. well, you're all coming off poorly. Yeah. Next, I want to talk about Dude, the communication wasn't there. Yeah. What what the fuck was Trinity wearing at the recording? Like it was like a giant orange puffy jacket. It was ridiculous. Okay. One, I want to talk about that. I think she's trying to be some sort of fashion plate. Um I do too. She's I think honestly she's genuinely wants somebody to say that she's trade. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Leland by the way, the guy who was producing the thing, he he he's not there yet, but he's on the self-producing track. Where he's trying to give his, luckily he's not being a dick, but very like trying to get his little like uh, inspirational quips in. And we're like, can you just hit record? 
You know, like, <laughs> do we need yeah. you to wait? Yeah, just hit record. Yeah, and tell us how it sounds, but he's like, you know, why don't you really speak to that inner child or something like that? I was like, what? what is he? You're just recording a fucking dumb song about that made no sense to anybody. Um, I feel sorry about Pandora, actually. Well, there's, I do and I don't. And I feel like a lot of the girls feel the same way. It's like, yeah, she's out there, she's struggling. But later on, she goes like, I've been waiting for eight years. I'm like, well, then, bitch, learn to dance. They've had a dance challenge since Ulcers 2 every year. If you've been waiting to get on, sure. learn to dance. Um, and then finally, the one thing I had was, again, Jan. How did – I'm trying to figure out, did she misunderstand the assignment? I'm confused by that too, but maybe this was untucked, but she at one point says backstage pretty happily. She was like, I heard, or they were talking about selective hearing or like when you're talking to RuPaul, oh, this was probably untucked. And they're talking to, they're talking, Kylie's talking about loving RuPaul. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about being nervous around her. And so you're like sort of only half paying attention and half like, oh my gosh, it's RuPaul, it's RuPaul. And Jan says, yes, cause I was hearing, you know, be funny, do this or that. But one thing I totally missed is in- the inspiration part, which she admitted she did. And it's like, well, I don't know. In the editing, that's pretty much the only note we got was you need but, to be inspirational. Nobody told yeah. her along the way. They literally went, she literally went down the line and heard people say, this is the message I want to say. And so what part of that did she not understand? Apparently all of it. But then, yeah, but then she goes, oh, the message I want to say. So you think, I mean, was Jan, I mean, honestly, was Jan just going like, I'm Jan, I'm Jan in her head while like everybody was talking? I think historically these have been like bitch tracks or like talking about how you are so i think it was already pre-written in her head like if she did one uh, and so that's probably I all bet she that heard pressure. yeah i think it's all she heard uh all right it's elimination day and the girls get ready for the runway the queens discuss their favorite girl groups jan talks about her grandma meanwhile all the girls give each other pep talks before the runway let's start with adam cilantro from show business your big thoughts on this elimination day well you mean like before they actually perform yeah 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 before they when they're getting ready there's not much to this one, so if you don't really have a lot of Yeah, time. no, um, I like them. All right, Lauren. And that's it. I thought it was really cute that the Jan's grandmother wrote a letter to uh, uh, to RuPaul about how she shouldn't have gotten kicked off. Oh, it's so funny that you that you, that you and I have such different interpretations here. I was like... This grandma sounds like she's the Janma. Sounds like she's just as much of a problem as this Jan. That her daughter <laughs> entered this competition and then she lost appropriately so, and she has to write an angry letter to RuPaul. The other thing too is like the, this. Just grandma created this Jan, right? Where she was like, you can tell Jan's one of these people who's never every little fucking shit she took was golden. Every note she sang was beautiful. Every joke she told was funny. Jan is the product when a kid is, not, is only told wonderful, glowing helicopter parent things about themselves. Which is a, it's, it's a noble thing, but my, like, pardon me, Lori. My grandma once told me that she tried to get contact information for the head of Comedy Central, and she couldn't figure it out. Is that true? So she was trying to call. Yeah, she was trying to call Comedy Central to say that they needed to put her granddaughter on television. Well, that's something I get so. behind. I love that, but yeah. it's also so. What is it about that? When I first moved out here, and like I booked my first commercial, mm-hmm. my mom was like. Oh, that's good money. Like you should try and do those all the time. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, 
good business model. I didn't yeah. really consider. Thank you. By the way, in the elimination day, they're talking about what counts and what doesn't count for challenge wins. And Ginger says, well, I did win a reading challenge if that counts. I actually think that counts. I think for a mini challenge, I, pretty I think if someone challenge. was tied, yeah. I would count it. Okay. And I strongly well, a respect uh, uh, a, min, um, a reading challenge winner. But I still think because it's still considered a mini challenge and those are usually so throwaway-ish. Yeah. I couldn't possibly. All right, let's talk to you about the maxi challenge with Show Up Queen, the song. Um, let's start with you, Lori. What were your big thoughts on the actual pro- produced number? I mean, it, look, it obviously was like the queens looked great. They, you know, they did a passable job. I definitely was like, you know, I saw that I thought Trinity did a great job, and I was like, oh, she's probably going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I well, I will say this. Yeah. A lot of the queens had similar, uh, similar songs that to Jan, mm-hmm. but at some point they would reference something that was sort of messagey. So okay. like Trinity's had like her whole thing was how she was great, but that she knew her status, right? Her AIDS status mm-hmm. or HIV status. And then, you know, Ginger was like, I know I'm great, even though she's a bigger person. So it just like, I felt like Jan's was like, I know I'm great. There just wasn't like a second thing of like, I have ADHD or <laughs> something to be some messagey style thing. But I'm just saying that she didn't have like a message to throw in there, mm-hmm. but she just, she's just not that person. She doesn't mm-hmm. have a thing. Yeah. That's the thing. That's like, that's what's hard. So I, I just like, was like, I don't, I was like, Oh, she might get, in the bottom, but it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal to me. So I don't know. What about you, Salandra? I thought about that. And I actually, there was something, it it was way more than just the lyrics not being the assignment for me. There was something, well, first of all, like I think I already said this, but when it first started, I thought, Oh boy, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. But then I realized it was mostly just Jan and Pandora. And it wasn't even they were bad, even though Raja and Trinity then came on and and killed it. In my opinion, it was, it was just more than Jan's lyrics. There was something not right. There's something awkward Mm -hmm. about it. It wasn't, uh, RuPaul described it as having no soul. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel that it was like, I'm by the books doing everything right. Good voice. But there was just – it wasn't fun to watch, let's say yeah. that. And then same with Pandora. Not horrible as a performer, but it just did not pop or vibe uh, at all. I thought Eureka and Ginger, though, were both great. And Kylie killed it to me just by, A, looking like a pop star, which she just does. That's mm-hmm. what it is. But she also had a lot of strength behind her voice, which is not who she usually is. So for me, this was more of a win for her than than last week. Very uh, interesting. You know, I'll be honest with you. Team Raja and their lyrics to me didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, even Trinity's, which I feel, look, I'm not saying you have to rhyme, but when the chorus and the other girls set up that there's a rhyme scheme, Trinity's doesn't rhyme really at all. And so that was very odd. I mean, I get, I appreciate the message, but it was like Raja was good, but like Pandora's, like I was like, what is she even talking about? That she's quiet and so she goes for a walk or something? It was like made no sense. And she was she literally what she said she was going to do, take the first song and redo it with a dick 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 dick, but with the different words. Yeah. And it was like, okay, but 
You did that. And the same. I know you're right. She really did. And then, but then what I think is so funny is then they they call her out on it, and she's like, "I told you I was going to do that," and you love (laughs) her. Like it's just like you know. Well, because RuPaul wasn't listening. That's yeah, yeah, right right. there. RuPaul just said I wasn't listening to you. And then Jan, Jan, you know what's so funny was my boyfriend was coming down on me for talking shit on Jan, and I but he hadn't watched the episode yet. I go, let me play these clips for you. And I played him like like one of them. Actually, that's why I pulled it for Lori. I even played him this one. Like Mama Ruth says, play my song! Which they didn't even use that version of it. Because they were, they were in the, Leland was like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> right? It was, it, it's crazy. Um, and then, but, you know, Team Kylie, I think if you're going on a team, they had the strongest lyrics. They were more put together. It seemed like a more cohesive unit. They all got the challenge. They knew what it was about. Each queen had their own message. So that's the um, the winner there is Team Kylie. All right, everyone. Now it's time for the looks. Um, you know how we do it here. There are answers here on this page. I won't show you because I don't want anyone to peek and know the answers. Good. Adam Salandra, let's start with you. Okay. The first one down the line was Jan. Uh, she was wearing like a New Jersey housewife goes to the beach kind of look. What were your thoughts here? Tutor boot and any thoughts you may have? Uh, the look overall is a toot. I like it. But when she said her voiceover over it, what is what is more tropical than the Jersey Shore? Uh, I would say literally any body of water anywhere else in the world probably more tropical than the Jersey Shore, but that aside, I did like the look. What about you, Lori? Boot. I like the bikini aspect, but the drapery, I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of. The correct answer is... Toot. Uh, mm. That's a point for Adam. All right, Pandora Box. She came out in like a 1950s-inspired uh, going-to-the-beach tropical thing going on here. Let's start with Lori Rogan Camp. Lori, toot or boot? Boot. I thought it was cute. Boot? I thought it was cute. Oh, toot, toot. I thought it was cute. <laughs> that was... I thought I was having a stroke. Salandra? Um, I'm also say I do think it's cute, and I'll give it a toot. But, you know, it's very Pandora. She's not, like, blowing my mind on the runways or anything. Right. But still toot. Very good. The correct answer is... Toot. All right, next we have Roger O'Hara coming down the, the runway in a two-piece bathing suit. Uh, let's start with Adam Salandra. Toot or boot? This is a toot. I really liked the hair. And I, I guess you could argue that a bathing suit is too simple. But for me, it's almost like you have to do more work. You have to have, you have to still make that look like a woman as a man. So, toot. So, Andra, I mean, Lori? Boot. I thought it was way too simple. It just didn't seem like the hair was good, but it just didn't seem like there was any effort put into it. All right. The correct answer is boot. So we're tied right now, two to two. So anybody's oh my god! Yeah. Okay, but in the in Brooks looks, there's two star eye emojis under it, and those people are correct, just like me. All right, next we have Trinity K Bonet, who came out in a very elaborate, like Brazilian carnival inspired outfit. Uh, Tudor boot there, Lori Roggenkamp. Look, picture. If we go off picture, I would say toot because it does look amazing. But when you watched her down the runway, I implore everybody to rewatch that. She looks so terrified the entire time she's walking down that runway. And she, to the point where when she get, she's about to leave the stage, you could tell she just gives out a breath, a breath of like, 
okay, I did it. I did it. So, I'm gonna say two. Wait, a toot or a boot? Two. Oh. <laughs> Alright. That's oh, the weirdest. Okay. Sandra, what about you? <laughs> I will... I give it a toot. Okay. But the, it reminds me of something she specifically has done before. I'm not exactly sure what. It might have even been season six. Um, but it's still a toot. It's obviously well done. All right. The correct answer is toot. Uh, very good. Your week comes down next. Uh, in a, like uh, She dressed like a beach ball. Uh, let's start with you, Adam Salandra. What about you? What are your thoughts? Your boot. I say toot. This is, again, another one that I'd be like, okay, this is a little too simple. But the fact that it, I mean, she just looks like a beach ball. And not just like, oh, that's her body. Like, the, the way that the thing is designed is, it, so it makes that part look round. I thought it was very cool. Toot. Lori Roggenkamp. Boo. I mean, I just feel like it doesn't fit her very well. I mean, it scrunches up in the crotch area. Yeah, now looking like- at that picture, I do agree with that. And it just, I feel like it just didn't, it just, it, look, I, I just don't understand why anybody would want to look like a beach ball. <laughs> like she's, wow. she's done all this work to make herself look very glamorous and other, other times. And then this one time she chooses to look like a beach ball. I thought that was kind of, I don't know. I didn't like it. All right. The correct answer is. Toot. Boot. All right. Oh. Next we have. Toot. Toot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who's, who voted Toot. What do you mean? Me and the judge. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the judge? A beach ball. Who do you? So of course I loved it. All right. Next we have Ginger Minge. She came out in a very kind of similar to Jan kind of like 50s Peg Bundy inspired going to the beach thing. Let's start with Lori Roggenkamp. Lori Tudor boot. Boot. I don't like the long, long frilliness of it. I thought if it just was the, like it was shorter I think it would have been better, but yeah, I just didn't like the long drapingness look. Adam Salandra? Uh, finally, someone acknowledges banana leaves as being Blanche's wallpaper. She got herself J-Lo Devereaux. I'm con- whenever I see those, I think they're in like the Beverly Hills Hotel or wh- yeah. wherever. I'm like, oh, it's Blanche's bedroom, and no one ever like understands. Ginger gets it, and she gets a toot from me. Correct answer is... Toot. Lori, I... <laughs> Kylie Sonique Love finally comes down in like another, it's almost like a mix of Raja and uh, and uh, Trinity, uh, yeah. another Brazilian but a, lot, a much shorter piece, a smaller piece, uh, almost like a, a one piece there. Um, let's start with you, or was it a two piece? I don't remember. I think one. Okay, let's start with you, Lori. Wait, who's Kylie Sonique Love? Oh yeah, looks like one. All right, Lori, what about you? What are your thoughts? Boot. I can't see anything because there's a goddamn feather in the middle of it. <laughs> Salandra? I am torn, but this for her was very draggy, which I liked to see, and so toot. All right. Well, the correct answer is toot. So with a score of six to three, it's Adam Salandra for the win. I Lori- don't think that this is fair. Why? <laughs> Because you were just going by what you guessed. Not what I guessed. It's written down on a piece of paper. What you wrote down. Yeah. Well, that's the game. He's, that's the game. You win by by matching his guess. Have you ever played this but, apples to apples, Lori? 
literally yes. that. Okay, you've played apples to apples. Salandra, you have not? Wait, you're, you keep pretending oh, yeah. like it's oh. like some ethereal judge is the one. Did I say you're that? Did one... I say I'm an ethereal judge? All I'm saying is it's like apples to apples. You're trying to guess what the person who's judging is going to do. Why we have to just, why can't you guess trying. what I'm guessing? Salandra, you want to weigh in? I just think that uh, we're giving our authentic opinions, yeah. and if they happen to match Joe's, who is the the, the grandfather of this entire production company, thank you. Then yes. You get a point. You're right. He is very old. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another thing, by the way, is like well, I think Pandora is a little older than me, but like they act like she's ancient, like the, like yeah. like she's gonna die any day, and she's you know mother dust or something. Yeah, like she she needs to win before she goes to the great beyond. Like yeah. you need to make sure she. Yeah. Why is mother dust killing yeah. you? But... Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, you know what's so funny is there's some movie. I almost want to call Taylor right now. My almost oh, my phone's right there to see if he would know. Oh, oh, I know what it's called. Okay. The name of the movie is Trip to Bountiful. I don't even know what it's about, but it's about an old lady and then she goes on a trip to Bountiful or something like that. My question is, if I called Taylor the Latte Boy right now, would he know Trip to Bountiful? Because he lo- he knows all that weird 80s shit. Of course he would. I barely even know Taylor and I know. But I'm just going to tell him who stars in it, okay? It's from 1985, The Trip to Bountiful. And it stars Geraldine Page. Okay, here we go. I'm going to call him on speaker. Okay? I'm going to call him on speaker. Hey, what's up? Hey, really quickly. 1980... Whether you would know... If you could name this movie, just two pieces of information. Okay. 1985. And it stars Geraldine Page. The uh, the trip to Bountiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yes. Okay. Thank you. You win. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye. <laughs> all right, bye. I forgot. We why all we, we all voted for him. Though. Yeah. We all. Why knew are we know. doing this? I forgot why we're doing this. But because I was saying won. that because it's about an old lady who goes home. Let me see what the I don't remember what the log line's about. I just remember it being. Let me see. In 1940s Texas, an elderly woman is determined to visit her childhood home for one last time. They act like. Um, Pandora Box is Geraldine Page in the trip to Bountiful. Like, she's about to die. You know what? That's the energy she's also giving off. Like, who's another older contestant? Um, I don't know. Bianca's oldie Michael. Oh, Chad Michaels. No, Chad Michaels. Chad about to die, so Rude wanted him to be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course they make jokes, whatever, but. I think that Pandora is also giving off older energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's trying to play the the hand she was dealt. She's the old, older. She's an older drag queen, so she's trying to play the sympathy card of like, I've won. I've been waiting for this for eight years. Yeah. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the main stage, RuPaul names Trinity K. Bonet the winner of the challenge. Meanwhile, Pandora Box and Jan are placed in the bottom two. Back in the workroom, Pandora breaks down in tears and talks about her struggles to succeed in the competition. The girls feel for Pandora and comfort her. 
Jan breaks down too. Back on the main stage, Trinity stands ready to meet her lip-sync competitor. RuPaul summons forth this week's lip-sync assassin, Alexis Mateo. The girls battle it out in lip-sync battle for their legacies. The song, Dance Again by Jennifer Lopez. In the end, Alexis Mateo is named the winner of the lip-sync. Jan and Pandora come forward to hear their fate. And when Alexis pulls out the lipstick, she she shows Pandora's name. But wait! There's more! In an All-Stars first, the cast vote was a tie, and Jan's name was also pulled. RuPaul states that All-Stars rule dictate that the winner of the challenge will determine who goes home. With that, Trinity K. Bonet steps forward and reveals the name on her lipstick is Jan. With that, Jan is the seventh girl eliminated from the competition and the next queen to enter the game. Within the game, ladies, any final thoughts on the episode, including the lip sync, including all that? We'll start with you, Lori no. Rockenkamp. No, I pretty much... Look, I think that... It, I thought it was a little sad that, like... Well, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. I felt like everybody in the workroom was p- Team Pandora, for for in my opinion. I felt like Pandora, when Pandora was talking, they all cared. When Jan was talking, they were all like, uh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say again, I didn't think, I didn't really get the whole tie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just me. But, um, but yeah, I just thought, I thought it was a little crazy making, uh, for uh jan i thought mm-hmm. they were like how can we fuck with jan in the worst way possible oh, <laughs> they came 100%. With us. yeah 100 percent. so Landry, any final thoughts uh i do but first i just want to respond to that and say that i think it was because pandora it was her first time in the bottom and she was mm-hmm. getting emotional and crying so they all surrounded her and for jan she was she had a hard time even getting emotional because even though she wanted to be there it was her third time like she saw the writing on the wall I think I thought when they were, when they were pleading their case to Trinity, Jan was saying, she was like, I can be up there at the end with you singing and dancing. And like Pandora can't, I was like, why would Trinity want you there at the end doing the things that she's good at? Yes. (laughs) What a dumb thing to say. (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. That's what she's dying for. Um, And I also think something weird is it felt to me like Trinity in my mind felt like a front runner from the beginning, but she was in the bottom too the first time around, Mm -hmm. but there was just something, I think it's the way they're editing her and the confessionals. I'm like, okay, they're trying to make this a thing Mm -hmm. and they are, she's doing it. I mean, it was rough when, yeah, I agree with you. It, uh, same. It was rough when Jan said in her confession at the end, like people are going to want to see more of me, just like season 12. Yeah. I'm like, like, Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think that's the way it went. Yeah, I didn't this time it. around, no, I don't think the first time around. No, but then what is she? She then she. This is why I think that this isn't fake. It's because I think that she is this way. She goes, people want to see more of me, and then she pauses and she goes, "I want to see more of me." Yeah, like what the? Fuck oh, I don't think she's mean? fake, but uh, yeah. yeah, she she just wants to be out longer. Yeah. Did anyone catch Ruse? gasp of shock that they edited in when uh, Pandora was eliminated. And I it was know. like It's so dumb. It's what, the dumbest What's thing. so surprising about that? She yeah. never won and she was in the bottom. <laughs> well, also, she that? knows exactly what's going to happen. And, and, not, and not to mention that. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you give everything you wanted to say there, Elantra? Yeah, I got it all out. Alright. Okay, let's move on. Alright, so first of all, RuPaul judging Pandora box because she can't dance. Has anybody watched this RuPaul <laughs> try and dance? It is the saddest, cringiest thing you have ever seen in your life. That bitch cannot dance 
at all. We just saw it at the season 13 finale, and it it wasn't great. No, it is not good. Or an AJ and the Queen, which is supposed to be the most popular drag queen of all time, and she just stands there and she's like... <laughs> and people well, she is technically the most popular drag queen she of all is, time. She is, but life. that character was like, what? Um, also, <laughs> Michelle criticizing Pandora Box for saying, ha, 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 twice. She goes, you took up two stanzas with that verse, you know? And I'm like, does, does, uh, does, uh, Michelle Visage remember this hit? This is the whole song. Very generous with the word hit. She's like, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you repeat yourself? I love that point that you just made. But I will say, since it is a right inspirational lyrics challenge... You might not want to waste it again on the joke you already used, but I yeah. guess they were supposed to tell her that in the locker room. Well, look, here's the other thing, too. When RuPaul's going down the line, she goes, Trinity, that dancing seemed like someone to choreograph. Were you the choreographer? I'm like, bitch, you've been done you. She's the choreographer. Who are you trying to fool? Do you, don't, do you think she just wants she want us to believe she just walks in and she's like, what's going on? She yes. knows exactly what is going on at all times. First of all. The fact that she knows their names tells you there's an earpiece. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And quoting Jessica Wilde, by the way, did you guys clock during the deliberations back in the workroom? Everyone was like, congratulations, Trinity. Congratulations. I'm like, oh, yeah, she <laughs> yes. fucking beat that shit into them. They were, we're all not like, letting that happen again. Yeah, yeah. They it. Um, now, look, Pandora talks about how, you know, she just struggles to reveal herself and she gets another chance. I'm like, bitch. You've had a ton of opportunities to reveal who you are. We've heard this before. And, uh, I mean, I, I do feel for that. Now, look, part two of this is, though, why do you have to show your true self when you're a drag queen? Some of the most iconic queens, we know very little about them. I don't know much about Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. I don't know. Alaska is probably one of the most guarded queens of all time. You the Belay Brothers. The Boulay brothers. Yeah, we don't know anything about those queens, right? We barely know that they're dating. You know? Yeah. So, um, so I don't know why that's a They're loose. dating? You're being funny. Yeah. No, I've never seen Dragula, but I thought they were literally brothers. No, no they're no. dating. They're, they're a like couple. boyfriend. They've been for like years and years and years. They're a couple. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I, wow. So, um, yeah. So it's like, why do you have to show yourself? That's a weird thing that happens in the show. It's like a skill no one else needs to have. Um, yeah, well, they always talk about that. They, but like you guys said, I think uh, Adam said this a couple episodes ago that like whatever whatever thing they need to say to like pigeon to like maneuver themselves to why they want to eliminate somebody is what right. they'll, it'll, it doesn't matter if it's totally different from last episode. You know, mm-hmm. the next episode they're going to say we need to see your character. You know that yep. then they're going to well, they literally are doing that to Jan yeah. <laughs> back and forth each week. Um, speaking of, by the way, so Pandora and I, th- I got the sense it was very real, genuine tears breaks down. She's not, she's struggling in the competition and then everyone's like, oh my God. And they fe- run and then Jan comes in and yeah, she sees that. when Pandora goes and talks to Trinity, then she starts crying, right? I'm like, bitch, you're so fucking patently obvious, right? And then what, I, and fake alligator tears. And, but I also love that when you take what she said to every different group, and even including at the end, it was all different. So when she was talking to the girls, she's like, I 
I was flawed this week. I didn't understand the assignment. I didn't hit my mark. But if you keep me around, I promise I will do better. Then she goes back and talks to Trinity and she's like, bitch, you know I'm the one that deserves to be here. And we should be me and you in the top two dancing and choreography, blah, blah, blah. And then they eliminate her and she's like, they were scared by how good I was. <laughs> and you're like, hey, somebody's got to love her. We think, which is it? You yeah. Know? Uh, well, she, you know, she's trying to figure out how she can, uh, you know, get whoever she needs to, whatever combination of people she needs to get on her side. Mm-hmm. Because she's throwing darts at a at a at a board right now. Because she knows she's not dumb. She knows that you know people like uh, Pandora more. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, any other uh, big giant thoughts on this episode? Salandra, have you said everything you want to say? I have, but I mean, when is this game within a game happening? Oh the season's God. clearly almost over. When is your and I, I don't want them to be like, we're doing another three months. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lori? Have you said everything you have to say? I personally think that Jan is going to win game within a game and then come back and just <laughs> She's going to be eliminated all over again. Oh, that'd be so great. I would love that if that happens, too, to see it all happen all over again. All right, well, <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 6. So for Adam Salandra, Lori Roggenkamp, and myself. Sashay away. <laughs> Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rockenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U L I A R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Jimmy Kilmasa, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nutella, Nicholas Alexander Springham Poppy Woods Ricardo Herrera Sarah Yu Spiral Queen Tom Bombs Travis Newland Troy Anderson and Zach Nelson Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.